help that person jump from here to here. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but yeah, we you good? We good to go? I'm good. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, Ty Wood. Welcome to Articulate. Thank you. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be on. Yeah. I don't get asked on a lot of podcasts. Really? You'd think. Right? <laughs> With all your clout? Come on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Ty, what are, we, what are we here to talk about today? So... You uh, you asked me to like farm out the topic. You were like, "What's something that you're passionate about?" And because I'm a fucking loser, literally the only thing that I fuck with is like Dungeons and Dragons and like role playing games and shit. Yeah. So I decided let's talk about that. So you do more role playing games. There's too. a lot of fucking role playing games. Mm-hmm. I've I've made a couple. Like, really? You've yeah. made a, no it like way. simple stuff, like yeah. pretty easy, like you know, like you just roll a couple dice and you have like a, like three stats to take care of or whatever. But um, how did you how did you like get into that? Um, so where does it start? Yeah, where did this <laughs> take us to yeah. from the top? So it was back in college, and like I was a fucking loser in college. Like I look, I look like a yeah, <laughs> I look like a forty year old woman now. Back then, I looked like an ogre. Basically. <laughs> um, That's funny. But uh, so so back in college, um, I I was listening to like a podcast or something. I you know I was I've been big into podcasts for years and years and years, and there was um. Some some people who I liked did a and d podcast, and I was like, oh, this sounds super interesting. You know, I want to look more into this, so I went, you know, I picked up the books or whatever. They had, like, a used copy at, like, a local bookstore I went to. Um, and then I was like, okay, I would like to learn how to do this more, so I had um, a friend who played, and we did okay. it. Like from you know so the you internet. Listen to a D and D podcast before you even play D and D. That's that's actually a way like a lot of people get into it. I mean, obviously like old gamers was like they didn't have those. So it was very much like oh someone you just had a friend who did it and then you went into it. But nowadays there's been like a big boom in like people liking D and D shit. Yeah, because well, <laughs> I mean everyone's a fucking loser now. Everyone likes the Marvel movies now. Every, yeah. Everyone like everyone is the type of person who would like smell bad at a comic book store 20 years ago but <laughs> <laughs> well that's because of the internet exactly you know, they harvest yeah. these communities which is yeah cool, and it's, it's easier to find stuff it's easier to like right. build out those communities without having to be like a very insular group or whatever mm-hmm. so like a lot of people do like they'll hear you know someone playing D and then they'll be like oh that sounds interesting let me check it out mm-hmm. there's been like a huge explosion like the last i want to say like eight nine years because they put out a new edition that like a lot of like people recorded themselves playing and then yeah, there you go I got yeah some, i did a little bit of research yeah no it. and it sounds like you did good work <laughs> but, um, so basically what you know i i was listening to that i was like i would like to try this i had a friend just who i like knew from online uh who like you online know, yeah like Should they go to another school it's fine literally they did <laughs> like they, they uh i think i want to say they live in kentucky okay. um somewhere in the south but yeah. um and i was like hey I know you play. Would you happen to have like a space open in the game? And she was like, "Sure." And so I was in that for a little bit. It didn't end up working out because I like jumped in in the middle of what they were doing, and I'm like, "This is not, you know." Yeah. I, I you know, I'm I'm completely new to this. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Right. Um, but so I I did that, and I was like, okay, that was like an interesting experience, but I want to find something like more convenient for me. Um, and I you know ran a couple games for like friends back home over the summer or whatever. And then this is not none of this is funny. No, but, it doesn't. Well, yeah. this isn't a necessarily okay. comedy based podcast. Okay, good. There's some fun parts. Um, this is more about learning about D and D. So this nice. is all essential yeah. to the to the background. So yeah, so I ran a couple games. I was like, okay, this is fun. And then um, at school, they they had just started up like recently a club for like you know you can come in, you like build a oh, character, cool. and then they have like you know pretty like permanent D- like dms who kind of like run the club and they like run games for anyone who wants to come in and like build a character yeah um and i was like cool i will try this i made um that makes it easier yeah too. exactly like you have people who already know what they're doing like 
I feel like a lot of games are like that where it's like you need somebody who already knows how the game works before you can actually like play it for sure like kind of you know like solitaire it's like you would never look at like a deck of cards and be like oh i'm gonna line these up in rows and then flip them over you know it's like yeah. someone came up with solitaire and then they taught other people and then those people taught other people right. but so yeah i went in there i you know it was a lot of fun i um i think my first character for that was like um like a like a dragonborn you know like a, like a dragon lady you know like oh you want them to be badass yeah, well no, it was funny like a dragon lady like you know paladin like holy warrior Ooh. uh but her whole thing was she was like a christian pta mom <laughs> so, <laughs> so she would just be like you know i want you know i i don't think that uh i, I don't think that these demons really have the right idea you know um just stupid shit like that um yeah. Well, it's crazy what I learned about D and D is when they started coming out with it, they started preaching that it, like the first edition was very like demonic. demonic. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a whole like satanic yeah, like yeah. issue satanic around panic. it. Yeah, and they were like, "Oh, this will turn your kids into like devil worshippers." It's <laughs> they're like, like they're literally doing satanic it, rituals. Your kid is already a nerd. Like this is not going to change. And like if your kid was going to learn about the goethic demons, they're going to do that without with or without D and D. That's true. You know, <laughs> like your kid likes books. Just accept it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> your kid a nerd you gotta just... exactly like they're gonna find out about that shit in it like alistair crawley is not like in the comic book shop trying to find people yeah. but um yeah so you know i did that and it was a lot of fun i started making friends with like the people who kind of run that uh just you know we're there what twice a week or whatever right. uh you know playing a lot like you make friends sure. and um eventually they were like oh we need some more dms you know the or dungeon masters you know to run the games right. uh you know the club's getting bigger more people are coming in so i was like Hey, I would love to, yeah, no, you know, put the my name in. Person. Exactly. You're so, the solitaire exactly. Creator. So then I, you know, uh, I went in, I became a DM, you know, years later, or not like years, like probably this was over the course of like two years. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, I become the treasurer for the thing. I'm like running a lot and like helping run the thing. Like we, we have our own game outside of the club. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then, um, it's going to take up so much time. It took up so much time. <laughs> I probably spent like, and this is, I, I like seeing this now because I'm like, I feel like I'm relatively cool right now. But like back in back in college, I was probably playing D and D like four days a week. Whoa. Yeah, it like D and D was to me back then what stand up is now. Really? Yeah, except you don't really get drunk during it. You just like pretend like. Yeah, I was wondering. If yeah. You oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a tiefling with a sword. You know. It's like, oh, I'm a I'm a dwarf who you know is is shooting a mummy. But um, instead, way cooler. Way cooler. <laughs> but um yeah and so you know i just got into it through that and then i started branching out to like other games like we played um this really fun one called paranoia which is like um it's like a dystopia future type thing and like yeah. the the entire hook is oh your character is going to die and you're gonna like make a new character every couple sessions just because like it's really dangerous and like it encourages players to kill each other yeah, it's really like fun life. It basically is, it's like, it's basically like what's going to happen in like 2035. Right. But, um, but it's like, it's like a, a branch of D&D? No. Well, so the thing about D&D is like, D&D is not the only role-playing game. It's the biggest one. It's the one that like people right. have heard of, but there are hundreds of like other games with like, you know, other ways of playing. I mean, they're all basically you roll dice or in some like, you know, you pull cards or whatever you, you, Whoa. some like, sorry, something to like simulate randomness. Yeah. Um, but like. D and D is by like not the only by far. It's just like the one that everyone knows right. because it like got there first and was like had like a big kick in the eighties. You know, anything you know? about the history of ro uh, role play games because I know that this so, came out seventy nineteen seventy four. Yeah, so very little. Um, or like I know the basics. Like I couldn't map out a history for you, but right. um, 
a lot of them came from like war games. So like, you know, people sense. would like make, you know, little strategy games. Yeah, exactly. Like like yeah. games where it's like, oh, you like, you know, this I control this army, this army moves this way, you know, the logistics, you know. Yeah, they yeah. said it came from originally Risk. Yeah, a lot of game. like games like Risk where it's like it's all about like troop movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of, you know, expanded out. People were like, what else can we do with this? Mm-hmm. Some of the first nerds were like insane. <laughs> Like, I'm just calling them nerds offhand, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but it's yeah, nerds they were isn't that necessary. Exactly, but they were like, term. "What if instead of like being Napoleon, I was like just some guy with a sword, and I was yeah. going through dungeons, and I was you know trying to you know like, like it was still like very map heavy. It was like, oh, we're going into a dungeon. You know, here's the layout of the dungeon that like mm-hmm. the guy in charge came up with, and then oh, we're moving. You know, we're doing hex crawls, which is like we're moving from spot to spot. You know, we're going through." you know, fighting monsters, getting gold, but it's it, it was very much about movement. And then right. I think as the hobby kind of grew and as people were like, okay, here's other ways we can do that, the kind of maneuvering, you know, the tactical aspect moved away for some games. Yeah. And so now d and That's D&D's, a really creative tangent that they it threw is. in there. Yeah, though, but like, I mean? it's, it's like, easily we, mappable where it's like... It was like almost how can we immerse ourselves even further in this game? Yeah, exactly. And really if, enter the world. Instead of, yeah, instead of controlling an army, what if we were one person? Instead of playing God. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. What yeah. if, in, yeah. What if instead of being a general, I was just like, you know, a, a fucking like guy with a bow and arrow? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. And, you know, and there were still like things where it's like you, you had like a whole company a lot in those early games where it's like, you know, you had like people to carry the treasure. You had like people to like, you know, you, who you hired to help fight or whatever. So there yeah. was a lot of like, organizational stuff in those early games but like it was definitely moving like it, it was a movement away from like oh we're commanding entire armies right. you know yeah how many people do you need to play um i mean depends on the game there are like some games where literally you can run it with like two people um generally i have found that like for me what works best is at least like one person running three people playing mm-hmm. just because like you know it gives it like there is less weight like more people can carry you know whatever story you're trying to do like there's more because especially with like games where it's like very there's like you know classes where it's like oh this guy's gonna be the guy who's good at hitting this guy's gonna be the magic guy this guy's gonna be the healing guy yeah it's helpful like if it's built around that to have people who can fill out a couple different roles just so you're not like oh we got hurt no one can heal us you know or like oh we're all just taking pot shots from 20 feet away Mm -hmm. you know so it's like different personalities fit better at different like stations or people just get better at like playing one character so or does everybody do like everything all the time i mean it depends like there are definitely like you talk to people and like there are some people who like oh i you know like this specific you know someone being like i like being a wizard because like i just connect with like i like having a whole lot of spells i can do and i don't like you know having to like go in and like plan you know my movement i just like being able to stand in the back and like fire stuff off right but a lot of the time i don't think the personality comes into it it's more like if you have, like, oh, I want to be this type of character, they have, like, a number of classes where, like, the mechanics of the thing, like, the actual, like, things that the class can do mm-hmm. uh, are just, they, like, you know, fit better towards, like, oh, you know, I'm picking this class because this class is, like, a, you know, front-range, like, fighting guy. Yeah. Or I pick this class because, like, this class is, like, sturdy, you know, doesn't hit well, but it can take hits. Sure, sure. And then, like, so if you're, like, I want to play a character who can take hits really well, mm-hmm. you're, like, I'll choose that one. And... It like it. There are some people. It's like their personality is like, oh, I like playing these characters because like, my personality just lends itself to being like, I like being the one in front who you know gets hit. Yeah. But 
it, it's not like it, it's not like all the characters are like the same and it's like you come in this being like oh i'm going to play th-. i mean there's some games like that but D specifically isn't like oh you know we're all playing gym my gym is just like he likes hitting stuff more you know yeah. it's like you what like there are things that the game does where you choose beforehand to like kind of tell you what your character does mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 definitely so how would you like i guess i guess as you play it more you probably yeah. have more like style and and yeah. kind of pizzazz with what you do but how do you like start it so like if you were to introduce somebody to D is like how would you recommend that they get into it you know literally i mean kind of like what we said before i would recommend like they find someone who already knows how to play and they you know maybe sit in watch a game or two and then they join in as a character and then once they've played that enough they kind of get like the rhythm of how a game works then i would be like okay maybe read some people talking about like how to run a game yeah if you want to run a game you know but like there's some people who like never want to run they just like playing games and that's like that's fine but yeah yeah (laughs) for me i'm like a control freak so there are i like being like I'm making everything about like the world this takes place and you guys can just do whatever in it, you know? Yeah. yeah. The creative part. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the whole thing. Yeah. I, uh, it's funny. I always had like older siblings and just hung out with like older kids around the neighborhood. So they would always play video games, but I just was not good at that. So I just, you just never got into, well, I just watch. I was just like watch. And so like, now you know i mean i've played video games but for the most part it's like i enjoy just watching yeah. a lot of the times that's why like some of the best video games for me are like good stories yeah because yeah, like yeah. i just want to i mean the, the fighting's fun you know yeah but, but like, it's like it's not you know you just didn't grow up on that yeah, yeah, yeah. see my i'm like completely the opposite just because like if i'm playing a video game i just want to be able to turn my brain off and just really? like so like i'll just be like right brain like uh left brain left brain either one <laughs> the entire thing hopefully right. but um like what the spider-man game that came out years ago yeah. literally i will just be like okay i'm just gonna just swing around the city for an hour oh, you know really? just, i don't want to think about stuff yeah, yeah well i heard that one had a really good story too it did but yeah. like i you know regardless it's like i don't I, a lot of the times i don't care about the story because just like this is just like literally just like inputs for me come on I thought his name was Miles, maybe. <laughs> that was the, I think there was a second one where you oh, played one. as a different guy named Miles. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So then what's, what has been like your favorite, like D&D, like what's your favorite part of the game, I guess? It's, that's, that's tough because like, it is like a holistic thing, you know, mm. it's like, oh, you're being, you know, you're with your friends, you're doing like all these different things in this story or whatever. Um. I think my favorite is probably actually like making the character. Right. Cause it, there's something about like, so I heard that takes like an hour, right? It can. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you want to be very simple, you can probably knock it out in like 10 minutes. Like if you're like, I want to just be like a fighter guy with like an ax and I'm a human and I'm just, mm-hmm. okay. You know, just doing this, whatever stat spread I'm doing, picking all the normal ability. You can get it done. Like 10 yeah, minutes. Well, yeah. so my question is like, where does the, I mean, creativity works really well when it's put in a box right or yeah. something like that yeah yeah, yeah. you need phrase. limits in yeah like, so artistic pursuits. they have yeah. like the full like list of the you know there's a whole book of limits oh yeah i mean okay. a lot of i mean mo- most most games like have books like mm-hmm. and re- you know whether it's like 20 pages whether it's 500 pages like the, the thing that makes role-playing games different than just being like you know Oh, I shoot with my gun. I have a force field. No, you don't. My bullet goes through force fields, you know, is yeah. I think having like that, that set of rules where it's like this thing works this way. You roll a dice here and the dice does this, yeah. or you pull a card here and the card does this, or like, I don't know. They do all types of 
stupid shit. I almost yeah. said the R word. <laughs> uh, like, like there are. I mean, I'm I'm being nerdy about this. Like, obviously, you know, I've been talking for 15 minutes straight about no, this, but whatever. Right, yeah, but but there are people who are truly like they dedicate their lives to this. Like, they are the biggest fucking losers you have ever met about this stuff. And yeah. and they're and they're making games where it's like, um, I I like to say, like, by my funny thing is like. The, at the ends of like the uh the role-playing games it's like at the end for like guys it's like oh i need like three tables to d- discover what the wheat price is gonna be <laughs> and then like for for women it's like <laughs> for women it's like oh this is a game that's just about hugging your friends and it doesn't have any mechanics to yeah. it, you know but like there are people who like like there are people who look at role-playing games and are like oh this is like a way of like life like this is a way of seeing the world or whatever and i think that's silly it's a game you but like so? you don't think there's like a lot of relation between the game and like I I mean I think anything you do in life right. can change the way that you see the world. True. I think making it your whole thing is kind of silly. In the same mm-hmm. way I like I think someone who is like, "Oh, I watch, you know, 17 movies a week and that's like the only thing I do for I think that's silly." Yeah. You know? I I think like dedicate I mean and you know for some people it's like maybe that's how like you do something great with that. I don't mm-hmm. know. And whatever. But for me I I think it's yeah, kind of silly. Tricky. It's like if you're trying to live like a life it's stupid to like silo yourself into one thing because yeah. it's like there's so much cool shit in the world like i don't <laughs> i if, if my entire way of looking at the world was rolling dice and then like pretending like my you know pretending like i i stab a dragon with a sword or whatever that's stupid to me <laughs> I, but there are like yeah. um there are like tournaments and things like that right like for, so for D because it's not really like a competitive thing really? like it's I mean, okay, it's tough. That's what I'm saying. Is like, can somebody make a living off of D and D? Yes, a lot of the times there are people who like yeah. do podcasts, okay. like of them playing. Oh, okay. but it's not like poker, you right. know. It's not like there is not really like quote unquote a win state for D and D because okay. like if you're running a game of D and D, you can just be like, oh, there's 700 dragons, you all die, you mm-hmm. know. Like it, it's more like you are. I just the objective my is like more a like lizard. Uh, <laughs> no, but the yeah. objective is more like like journey based as opposed. Yeah, to like exactly. You're, it's what a lot of people say, and I think there's truth to it. Like now, like I think before it was kind of like you know maybe if you're on it, but like it's not really a like a competitive game. It's a bunch of people coming together to tell a story with rules. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of the people who make money off it are like people who like do shows you know there's like a bunch of people who like you know every week they do a show where they like run through you know a session for like an hour or two hours or whatever yeah and then every week they come back and it's like oh now our characters are doing this so yeah. it's in the same way where it's like you could be like there are people who make money off of like tv a lot of the times they're the people who are like making the tv show or acting in the tv show right. you know yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, have, it's, uh, have you ever seen that Dan Harmon show where he brings yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, celebrity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harmon Quest. Harmon Quest. That was fucking. Or er, I, I think he also did it on Harmon Town. Like that's where it started. Uh, but yeah, that definitely where it started. Yeah. No, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> I, I am a big Dan Harmon fan, even though I don't think he's ever made something that's been good for more than three seasons. Really? Well, yes. for more than three seasons, I was gonna yeah. say, but like, I no, I mean, I love like Community is one of my favorite shows ever, but right. I think like. It is hard to say that it didn't lose steam at, like... I mean, obviously, he left, you know, season four, and obviously it was shitty then, but, like, mm. I think it's even hard to say it didn't lose steam once he came back. Same thing with Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, like, post, maybe, season four was, like... Have you seen any of the new season, though? 
I have. It sucked. Uh, the first couple episodes. The first, were, episode the first really couple cool. episodes were okay. Yeah. And then the last couple have sucked. And I'm like, well, they just they're not getting it back because most of the last season was awful. Yeah. yeah there yeah. was like one good episode, which is right. the one where it's like they're making like the clones of themselves or whatever. Yeah. 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 I think they should just stick to like a story based yeah. type of thing because I don't know. You know, you want a little bit of both. It's kind yeah. of fun. You want to balance, know. but right. it's it. I mean, I think with that show, it's tough as like. They have to come up with like a new, you know, like a new, like something where it's like, if people have seen it in sci fi, they have not seen it in this way before. And they have to do that every week. And eventually you just run out of things. Right. Like that's what made the beginning of it so fun was like, oh, these are things doing like something that I have maybe never seen like a TV show do before or maybe yeah, yeah. any piece of media do before. And you just can't keep that up. You just run out of shit. Yeah. yeah. Does that happen with D&D? No. Well, <sighs> I mean, I guess for some people who are, like, pretentious, it probably does. <laughs> for me, it is not that big a deal because, like, I think the the fun of it is, like, being in the story with your friends. Like, if, if, if like, a lot of games, if people were watching it, they'd be like, this is fucking boring. This is every fucking, you know, fantasy story I've ever seen. But, like, I think what makes it fun a lot of the times is, like, oh, I'm being in this. I'm being a part I'm of this. I'm the one getting attacked exactly. in this game. Yeah. yeah. In the same way where it's, like... Well, that, this actually probably doesn't work as well because that's like a job. But it's like I, I think acting in a TV show is different than watching a TV show. For you sure. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you will probably have different experiences to like what that, what the story and what, that ends up yeah, being. Like the yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Which is all, I always find that really interesting. Is like nobody knows what is like people put so much work and effort yeah. into movies and you don't know what it's going to like turn out yeah, like until the end it's especially fun like even when it comes out as dog shit and it's like there's someone who probably dedicated two years to this yeah, yeah. yeah it stinks but yeah. you know as long as it didn't lose that much money exactly yeah. <laughs> and the way i always kind of see it is like i mean if you're making a living off it like yeah it probably does but like if you're just doing something where it's like oh i'm passionate about this it, it really shouldn't matter if it comes out like shitty or whatever like so That's long true. as it felt good to make it and do right. it you yeah, know journey base yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah well and that's what i wanted to say about like you just like you can't i don't know you shouldn't be like playing D D, you know like for your entire life it's like yeah. i think it might be good for some people to do that you know what i mean like I'm, i mean i think some people might feel comfortable doing that yeah I, i'm always very much like you should not feel comfortable your whole life mm, you know that's true that's like a good point actually yeah like like you know and especially like if you're online at all or like in if you're in like communities who kind of like intersect with that stuff there's a lot of people who be like you know oh i just want to you know i just have my comfy thing you know i just have my you know show or my book or my game or whatever which is it's like curling up with a hot cup of coffee and you know just like mm -hmm. on a rainy day and it's like that's nice yeah. i like that shit that can't be your entire life sometimes right. you have to go out in the rain and sometimes you have to like experience what it feels like to get wet yeah you know? but yeah. i mean if like if D D is like your only thing that you're like ambitious about or okay. like passionate about then like yeah don't just sit around and play D D. do like just yeah, start a podcast exactly. with it or like start a show with it or something or, you know or I mean? even i mean even just for me it's like even get another hobby because like <laughs> no but literally i mean having i think having like other perspectives on the way the world works if you're making any creative pursuit or if you're like engaged True. with any creative pursuit it gives you more to work with, right. you know? Yeah. Like, if, if the only way that you're coming in and, like, examining stuff is, like, through other games people have made, it's like, okay, then, like, your, your game's never going to be inspired by a movie. Or if it is, it's going to be, like, three times removed, you know? Yeah, true. And I, I think that's a way to get, like... 
I think having artists who, or just, you know, designers or like, you know, mechanical people or whatever, but I think having people who make things who don't engage with a wide array of like, I mean, not only just like art, but also just like life in general, I think it's a way to get like boring, samey art, you know, because everyone's drawing from the same pools and like referencing the same things. And it's like. Well, okay, just but copies that's not, of copies exactly. Of copies. Let's yeah, do something a little bit original yeah. here. Yeah, like like what makes I think creating things so beautiful a lot of the time. And this is so pretentious. This is not the no, at all. No, but that's, yes. I think what makes like making things so beautiful is that you are drawing everything inside yourself and putting that into that. And right. if everything you're putting into that is just something someone else has done, something someone talked about on a podcast, something someone you know played in a game of D anD. Yeah, you know, it's not. It's not going to be as interesting if it's like, here's a cop movie I love that I watched when I was 12, you know, and and it stuck with me. And there was like something about the way that like it was lit, you know, stuck with me and and like the way that the people talked. And that's going to find its way into the thing I'm making. If it's just like if it's just some shit that like someone, you know, if it's some shit that someone else like put into that and like everyone's drawing from that same pool it's it's just not going to be as interesting as it is if like you have a lot of different things that you like watch and care about and like have stuck in your memory yeah yeah did you feel yourself getting kind of pigeonholed when you were doing it like four times a week yeah i I mean i wasn't trying to make any great art i was trying to entertain a bunch of college kids you know but like yeah there are a lot of times where it's like oh i literally have to like come up with this thing this afternoon so mm. fuck it here's what the bad guy is here's where it <laughs> takes place i have like stats for like a couple different things they might run into the rest of it i'm just gonna improv and right. yeah yeah how much yeah. improv do you throw in a lot the if, if you're running a game it's a lot yeah yeah just like because you have five people all with their own ideas of what they want to do you can't plan for that you can't plan for everything that they're gonna do so you have to kind of honestly like if there's people who, like really want to get into D and i hate improv comedy i think it's i, I think maybe five it's probably times fun in, to do but I don't exactly know it's fun to be in, in the same way that it. D is i think like five times in history improv has been interesting to watch <laughs> but i i think <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh man uh no it's just fucking stupid like i i like being able to like if if i'm making jokes i like being able to plan it out a lot or you know, if you're riffing but that's different than improv because improv you're doing like a whole performance yeah you know? that's a strange line to walk sometimes yeah. too i think because yeah how much creativity should be pre-planned and how much creativity should come from like the yeah. moment you know yeah no i i just think improv is a like genre of comedy is just not very funny right um there's some people who are great at it like yeah. i could you know I, like, I know people who do improv who are also very funny in other areas of their lives. But right. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched an improv show and been like, that was funny as hell, yeah, you know? Yeah. But genuinely, I do think, like, having those improvisational skills, like, if you're looking to, like, be good at running a role-playing game yeah. is helpful just because, like, they, you are those... always going to get hit with by something unexpected, yeah, you know? Like, someone is going to things. say something that you're not ready for. Right. And you have to know how to deal with that. Kind of in this... I mean, not to bring it back to stand-up, but, like, you do stand-up, I do stand-up. It's, right. like, kind of in the same way where it's, like, shit will happen in the room. You know, people will heckle you. There'll be something loud. And it's, like, to be good, you kind of have to know how to deal with stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Even, but, like, stand-up, a lot of it is also written. Like, you also have to come in with a plan of what you're doing. True. Because a lot of the time when you just go on stage and be, like, you know, 
<laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Uh, what's let me read the headlines. Like it's not gonna be fucking good, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's really good. Some, we know some comics that just very riff. Rare, though. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know some riffers that have like two jokes, and you're just like, all right, that was that was fun. Yeah. You know? But not to get too far into that. No, you're whatever. Did they? So there's five editions though. Yes. Right, and the fifth one came out 2014. Yes. All right, and so that's the one you've been kind of raised on. Yeah, I mean, I started playing in like probably 2017. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I, I mean, and there are people who go back and play the old ones. Like right. there's a lot of people who are like well, three that point. Was, yeah, that oh, was sorry. like a big yeah. I mean, yeah. that was kind of the big thing is like before the fifth. Apparently, the fifth one was supposed to be the one to like bring everybody yeah. together, and before it that, there were a did. bunch of arguments. Yeah. Oh, it just. I mean, there are like there are still people who are like three point five is the best one ever made. Five is you no know, doesn't work for me. I only play three point five or whatever. Yeah. Which whatever, but like. I, I don't think it is possible to look at, like, where D&D is now compared to where D&D was in, like, probably, like, 2010 and say, like, oh, the fifth edition did not, like, bring in probably twice as many fucking people. Really? You know? Like, it's crazy. Like, it just, it, it, it's exploded. Mm-hmm. Like, they're making a fucking movie about it. Like, the yeah, last one they made was with Tom Hanks in, like, 91. Or yeah, whatever. and he was crying yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, they're making, like, a whole, you know, blockbuster for this thing. Like, people care about this in a way that they have not in probably, like, 30 years. Yeah, yeah. and I, that's another thing I wanted to talk to you about is you started playing this game before Stranger Things came out. <laughs> and was, was it one of those, like, situations where it was, like, you got into it and you're like, oh, hell yeah, I've always wanted to get into this. I'm in it. And now, and then it's like becomes like a bigger thing. And you're like, oh, man, I was, yeah. I don't think I will ever be mad at people wanting that's to play fair. a game I like. Yeah, you know? yeah that's true. Especially like a game that requires like, oh, you need to get like your friends to play it with you. Like, I, yeah. I don't think I'm ever, or, I mean, not always your friends, but generally your friends. Like, yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be mad if like, oh, no, you've heard about this game more. Yeah, you know? yeah, fair enough. Like, if anything, I think it's a good way for it's like, Hey, if you're interested, if you're interested in this and you played some of this, you mm. know, because you saw it on Stranger Things, here's some other games you might want to try. True. You know, like you want to play Blades in the Dark now; it's pretty fun. You know, or yeah. you want to, you want to, you know, you want to play fucking Wander Home. Let's yeah. do Wander. You know, yeah, like with you know other like other games where it's like for other things besides like you know killing dragons and goblins and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how do you how do you start to like even think of? I guess it's not that tricky, but, like, because the difference between, like, different role-play games is yeah. just different stats and, like, different maps. So, I think the big difference between different role-playing games is what kind of story they're trying to tell. Okay. Like, with D&D, like, it started off as, like, you know, if you're trying to tell a story about going into a dungeon and finding treasure. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you know, if you're trying to tell a story about, like, going on an epic quest and, like, fighting evil monsters and gods and stuff. Yeah. But, like... If you're trying to tell a story about, like, being, you know, in a neighborhood in the 80s and, like, going on, like, a fun child quest, like, like Stand By Me or, like, Goonies or something. Yeah. There are games that, really? for that, where D&D, maybe you could, like, hack it into doing something like that. You know, you change all the classes, you change all the races, you, like, take out all of the, like, the setting details that all the books are about. But it's, like, if you want to tell that story, there are games out there. Kids on Bikes is, like, a, a game where it's, like, very much about, like, telling a Spielberg movie or really yeah or like um there's a game called monster of the week that i like a lot where it's like the entire thing is playing like a tv show like supernaturals or the x-files or whatever yeah like if you're trying to tell that story you could maybe do that in D &D. you could you know you could maybe be like oh you know we're in a we're in a world that's kind of the modern day but there's also you know knights and wizards and stuff and we're you know going out to hunt a monster 
or you can play this game where it's like all of the you know rules and the mechanics and like the you know the things that it teaches you to do are about like oh you know i'm making like an fbi agent or i'm making like you know a crazy guy who you know has an internet where he hunts cryptids or whatever yeah and then you know you're building your stats around like oh you know here's what happens when i you know i'm trying to investigate a clue here's what happens you know when when i'm fighting the mind and in a way where it's like a lot of games are built around i mean and again like i said there's hundreds of games i would say maybe like a solid like 70 percent of games ever made are based around like a very specific story and mm-hmm. like the broader ones like D D, a lot of times feel kind of like outliers mm. you know yeah 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 definitely oh so what like I mean, what are, what are some of the cooler, like, I don't know, the ones that, that yeah. have kind of piqued your interest? Because, like, even, like, again, putting that role-playing situation in, like, the 80s, like, kids on bikes, that yeah. sounds so cool, you know? I, I mean, you mean, like, a game I want to play or, like, games that I, like, have played that I like? Sure, yeah. Okay. Both. <laughs> I mean, like I said, Monster of the Week is, is one that I really, really like because yeah. it's, like, very simple. Like, you literally just need, like, two six-sided dice for it. And so, okay. like, you know, D&D, you need, like, want to say like six or seven dice you know of different like shapes to do different things mm-hmm. with like game you know with other games like there were literally somewhere it's like oh i take these two you know regular ass monopoly dice and i roll this and then like i have different you know things that that can do yeah and monster of the week is kind of like that um i guess like like story wise oh like, oh okay yeah um i have one that i want to do right now um where it's do you know the red wall books uh-huh. Where it's like a bunch of like little mice with like little you know needles and yeah. they're you know going around like <laughs> you know fighting other little, like little critters or whatever. Yeah, I want to play like a game like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, so you could make one. So <laughs> I actually have. Nice. Um, they're, they're, I I just can't find anyone to play it. Um, Let's play. Let's do it. Honestly, I would be down. <laughs> um, and it's like it's whatever. I I don't want to go into old mechanics of that just because like it, you know it took me probably like a month to make or whatever. Wow, that's um, cool. Maybe less. I don't know. I wasn't, you know, planning out the time it took. But, um, yeah, but, like, I, I think I would love to play. Because, I don't know. This is this sounds really weird. I have always loved, like, things where it's, like, like or stories about, like, either a society or, like, a community or whatever where it's, like, it's like something in the real world but small, you mm. know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, microcosm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, you know, where it's, like, um, all those stories where it's, like, uh, Oh, you know, we're playing out like a political intrigue, or we're you know, we're doing like you know fantasy stuff, but it's in like a high school. And like, do you ever? Pl- okay, here's a good example. Did you play like the South Park video game, like the Stick of Truth, or whatever? You, you said you don't play video games, but have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, oh, you know, Cartman, you know, he put on like a shitty felt hat, and now he's being a wizard by like throwing, you know, yeah. like, shit at other kids or whatever. Right. I like the, that's very fun to me. The idea of like oh, this isn't actually, like, you know, fantasy. This is just, like, you know, kids hitting each other with sticks or whatever. Yeah. But it plays with, like, the, you know, the trappings of fantasy where, like, it feels like an actual fantasy story, but it clearly isn't. Yeah. In much, in, you know, in the same way where it's, like, you know, a story where it's, like, oh, we're going on, like, this epic medieval quest, but we're all just, like, fucking mice and we're wearing, like, little, you know, shitty wow. leaves as cloaks or whatever. Like, that's interesting to me. Yeah. And I, I have no idea why. It's just something that, like, sticks in my head all the time. No, it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's about the metaphor, you know? Yeah. We, we live in a society. You we know? do live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree. So, but what about, like, uh, like are you, what do you think of, like, uh, like a, a bug's life? That that type of thing? Bug's well, life is cool. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think it's exactly that. Oh. Ants? 
I never saw Ants, actually. Yeah, it's, people it's, say it's better than Bugs Life. It, it's decent. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch it. That was like the Woody Allen one, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so at one point, there's just like an ant being like, oh my God, that lava. Oh, the lava. Oh, I want to marry that lava. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, but not. Oh, but the, queen, the queen just laid another another, <laughs> another rash of eggs. I'm going to have to marry all of them. I'm going to have to marry all of yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, he voices every character. In <laughs> I could see Woody Allen doing that. He yeah. seems like a, I don't know, a nut, a nutty guy. I, I know people who like Woody Allen. He, I don't like him that very much. He seems like a narcissist, and he married he married his daughter. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that much about him. Oh, but I don't yeah. want to know anymore. The, about the, him the big thing point. that people know about Woody Allen is like, not his daughter, like his like stepdaughter, or whatever. Yeah. But like you know, he he just like. He married, oh God, what's her fucking, I don't remember. I, yeah. whatever. I'm bad with names. Woody Allen sucks. That's yeah. what we can agree on. I, he's a good filmmaker, I've heard. Annie, people he's like Annie Hall. I just, I never got into him. We're ambivalent yeah. about Woody Allen. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just plain anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, so what though, um, I want to know like what was your okay. favorite experience like with, with D&D? Did you have like one specific game that you were like, this is the shit? I, I've had some like that. Yeah, um, or a couple, yeah. I think I think probably my favorite moment ever was um I was playing okay so this was the game I was playing in college with mm. um like the the people who were in that club with like this was our outside game right and it, it was like this whole thing that like our you know our like his name was Chris he was like the president of the club uh that he came up with where it was all like um in like a you know steampunky like space society and we're all like oh sick yeah everyone in it is like Mad a, Max ki- kind of, more like um I guess ugh, it's tough to do more like um kind of like a Victorian England type thing but with like you mm. know robots and shit yeah uh, you know but it, like we're in space we're on like this crazy moon or whatever he he went in like this whole you know he built the whole setting out you know we're all like. Uh, I don't know how much research you did in it, but we're all tieflings, which are like the demon guys with the horns or whatever. Okay. And uh, and we we played this for probably like six, seven months or whatever. Six, uh, there seven are ga- there are games that go on for like ten years. Whoa. It's great. Yeah. It literally depends on like how long your schedule works. <laughs> um, for a lot of games, or like if people just get bored. Right. Um, so so I had had this character who I started off with, who was um like a gunslinger type, you know, like a, like a kind of like a noir detective, like, you know, all, but also kind of like, you know, Western gunslinger type. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty, it was very cool. But I think everyone hated it because I did, did like the super annoying voice for her. Um, <laughs> Can you do the voice? The voice was kind of like this. Because you know? <laughs> yeah, like her whole thing was like, she got in like a magic accident like early, which was like, <laughs> I'm going so deep into this, no, I love but it. I had this character who everyone hated, right? And uh, <laughs> who I liked, I liked a lot, and everyone fucking despised her. Yeah. Um, and so she got killed off because I think everyone was just like, we can't deal with this anymore. Right. But uh, so then I I came up with another character who was um, like a magic scientist type, like very like kind of nerdy and shy and like, you know, but very like smart about like the ways that magic works or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we had like this magical artifact that like and the thing was like you held it and you like focused and you could teleport places and it was oh, like cool. super cool yeah just like a you know fucked up little magical item that we had yeah um and and we were building up like to like the whole end of the story where it's like oh there's you know aliens coming in and you know like there it's like a whole fight you know independence day type like fight against aliens and like we have to prepare everyone to get you know to deal with this and um 
And so I, I spend probably like two sessions. So, you know, maybe like three, four hours a piece, just like, and obviously, you know, we're doing other stuff in it, but just my character, like was literally just being like, I'm going to take this artifact, you know, I'm going to, and it's, you know, it involved like talking other players into like letting me see it and letting me experiment on it. And I'm just going to take this and I'm going to build like an entire, you know, I'm going to study it and I'm going to like research it with, you know, these magical books I found. And I'm going to take it and put it into a machine and make like an entire like portal where like you can like walk through and like, instead of like having to hold it and teleport there, it's like, we're going to make like a full ass teleporter. So anywhere, anyone in the world can get anywhere. Yeah. And I'd spent probably like, you know, two like straight times of us playing that, just doing that. And then it finally worked. And there's something about, like, I have dedicated so much of my time and put, like, so much of my energy into, like, getting this character what they want. And then when it finally happens, you're like, I know this isn't real, (laughs) but it feels fucking awesome. It feels so good. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, during the entire session, everybody else is out on, like, a different quest or, like, doing their thing. Yeah, and we're, you know, jumping between, like, you know, oh, uh... One of the other players was named Sebastian. I shouldn't be giving out all their info, but whatever. <laughs> but like, um, you know, one of the other characters is like, oh, you know, I'm trying to organize the people in this city to like fight or whatever. And so we go to, you know, him doing that or whatever. Yeah. Then we go to, you know, another character being like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna explore this ruin to see if I can find any like, you know, more secrets or whatever. And they're doing that, and then come back to me and being like, okay, I'm gonna roll, you know, this check and this check, and you know, I'm gonna roll this dice to see if I can, you know study this more or see if I can, you know, learn this thing about this. And right. so it's not the entire thing, but like everything I was doing was built around like just studying this thing and like figuring out how to make it work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it finally worked. Yeah. And it finally works. And you're Hell like, yeah. it feels like you've accomplished something in real life. Yeah. Which I, mean, I think a lot of people get like addicted to that where it's like, cause it feels fucking awesome. Yeah. It feels very <laughs> cool to like do shit in like a role playing game. Yeah. yeah. And did it really like, propel the momentum yeah. of like yeah, yeah, yeah. your character's story or like there wasn't with that character was another thing where it's like god i forget how it happened but i got like trapped in like the head of like this crazy you know ancient like wizard or whatever yeah and um <laughs> and and you know i like defeated the wizard with magic or whatever and i was like um while i'm in his head can i like imagine you know, it was like a library in his head or whatever like yeah. you know, he's a wizard he knows all this shit and it's like oh you know everything he knows is in like this book and like this you know, imaginary library. Yeah. And I was just like, can I get a book of like everything this motherfucker knows? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, my, the, the DM, my friend Chris was like, um, yeah, I mean, literally I will give you what you want. It's like, a you know, 300 foot tall book. Yeah. Or and I was like, well, there's no way I'm taking this fucking thing with me when I get out of this fool's head. Right. But I'm like, would it be possible? Could I like take on a knife and like cut out, you know, like a foot by foot, area of this you know Ooh. book and be like whatever is in there i have right and he let me do that and so it was just there's something very cool about like being like oh i have like this you know even though it's just whatever random bullshit he came up with like having that feeling of like oh i have this ancient knowledge that no one has and i got it yeah. because i did something like creative yeah you know? that nobody else could figure yeah, out to exactly think to do. yeah other people are just trying to get out of this wizard's head You're like, yeah what exactly can i get out of this wizard's head and like you know and there are other people doing like things like that for their you know like we had two characters in that who like f- like fell in love they had like a whole romance thing going on like 
I'm sure for them playing that, that was one of the fuckest, like, funnest things they've ever fucking done. Yeah, you know, God, the, I'm, I, I'm like, one of the I'm, developing, <laughs> I'm developing a list talking about this. I'm like, like <laughs> if I talk about this for longer, I'm going to, like, grow a pocket protector. You know? um, yeah, yeah, just get covered in acne. Yeah. Like I'm mean, like, somehow glasses cheese. are going to, like, come out of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your fingers are just constantly dipped in Dorito <laughs> cheese. That doesn't yeah. sound like a bad superpower at all. You just... I mean, it's not great. You're yeah, getting Dorito like being, cheese everywhere. It's like being a shitty Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no, but there, there's something cool about, like, working with someone to be like, oh, this is, I'm kind of telling the story. I'm kind of pretending to be this person. And then when something amazing happens in that story, you're like, it kind of feels like something amazing is happening to you. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, that's, I mean, that's not, I would definitely, now I want to play, you know, I have it, not played before. I, I'm hoping I'm selling it well. Yeah, you're like, selling, that's, yeah. The, that's the whole point, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I think, I, I think I, we, we've covered, I don't know if there's okay. anything specifically else that you wanted not to talk really. about. really, I just like talking about it. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah no. I, I didn't, I didn't like come in here with an agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's my favorite, that's what I'm, that's what, yeah, yeah. that's what we're here for, because I, I love hearing about it, and like, it makes me excited about it too, yeah. you know? But yeah, so I appreciate uh, Ty uh, Ty Wood. I got your Instagram up oh, on there that's sweet. at Thank Bobo you. Circus. Yep. Yeah, uh, same on Twitter. Same on Twitter. I, I don't use Instagram a lot. Um, <laughs> but she's got a podcast. I do. That's called Those Good Old Fashioned Values. It's mm-hmm. very stupid. Yeah, um, it's a fun podcast. A great podcast. Yeah, we we just watch like a season of like shitty like Family Guy, South Park TV, and then just like try to be stupid for an hour about it. <laughs> it we we have never had a conversation this fun about yeah. anything, so. it's mostly just making it jokes like what if a parking attendant was jewish <laughs> like, yeah i liked the one yeah. where you guys were just making a bunch of war noises in the back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that was good no but it's a good podcast She's not we, have, we have fun it. doing it yeah stand up stand up all over stand the up? place yeah. anything else you want to um there's nothing permanent or like there's something like concrete right now um me and my friend rob um who is also on twitter you can find him at, at okay but still uh, we've been working on a kind of fun like more narrative type comedy podcast that um i mean if you follow me if that ends up being a thing information will be there uh, you know about it but just keep an eye out because yeah. that'll be fun too keep an eye out for the the role-playing game that she's coming out of mice and men oh god no i would never i'm not i'm not a big enough loser to publish those, me? no it's just like not something yet. i made for like friends oh yeah, yeah we'll see yeah uh but cool no, thank you so much good. for having me on yeah, this was super fun that. all right yeah